When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Oh. Well. Blake Maney and I were talking about this before the show, and I want to say good morning, welcome in. I'm broadcasting live from Birmingham, Alabama, and we've broadcast from dozens of towns around the country, Um, but I don't think, and I'm trying to remember, I started to make a list before the show, I do not think that I have broadcast from Birmingham, Alabama, so we can add uh, Birmingham to the list. And uh, now, if I think of a show in the last 20 years, then I will let you know. We have broadcast from Alabama, you know, Orange Beach, many a times, but uh, for Turquoise Place or just because I was down there with the fam. And I was trying to think of another town. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm a dummy. All right. This Out of Bounds ESPN 105.9 The Zone brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning dancing rabbit golf club. Hello. SEC Media Days was here forever. I only did about 20 shows from here. So uh, just a different spot. I'm downtown in the Kelly. It's a Hilton property. It's really nice. They just built it in the last year. Um, but, yeah, the – SEC Media Days is out in the burbs. Um, what's it called? Oak Mountain or something? Anyway, the Winfrey Hotel. So, yeah, I've done uh, 20-something shows from here. Uh, I, I'm a knucklehead. Blake, uh, good morning. How are you, bud? I'm good. How's, uh, how is Birmingham? You sleeping off that uh, that hangover? I uh, Well, I'm not hungover. But, uh, the, the, so I had a Whiskey 61 road trip, which is what you're alluding to. And I got to go to Bourbonham uh, yesterday. The Wild Turkey team was kind enough to invite me, right? Long Branch Bourbon, Russell's Reserve, to Bourbonham. And a bunch of distillers, all the ones you can think of, right? I mean, they had Pappy there. They had Blanton's. They had Bullet. They had the Premium Jim Beam. They had this, Angel's Envy, and the list goes on and on. Um and 
so they asked me last week, hey, do you want to go? And I thought about it, and I was like, well, this is what I do for a living. And Wendy was like, yeah, you need to go. So I had a great time yesterday, Blake. It's at a place called The Club in Birmingham, and it's not a country club because it's not a golf course and pool and all that, but it's a club. It is a private club, and it's a great place to host an event like that. And, of course, they have a big banquet room, you know, private room type thing. Uh, But then they have all sorts of other rooms in the club, and it's built on a mountain overlooking um, downtown Birmingham. So it is beautiful. They had a cigar lounge set up, too. Uh, But there's other little bars throughout the club that are really pretty. And, again, they're all on the, I guess, side of the little mountain hillside towards Birmingham downtown. So whoever thought of that years ago to build, develop it, spot on. Beautiful, beautiful place. And I had an opportunity to have the uh, Russell's Reserve 13-year. And then I also had the Master's Keeper. Uh, wild turkey, uh, rare. So I had not had that. And those were both delicious. So had a lot of fun. The NFL games were going on. And uh, they raised a lot of money for MS. And and it's really well done. Really, really well done. So that was fun. Uh, Farm Bureau Insurance call in line 601-995-1059. Twitter handle at Bounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. We are down to four in the NFL. And that is the 49ers and the Eagles. And a rematch, the Bengals at the Chiefs. Bengals or the Bengals, uh, depends on who you want to talk to, won that game last year in Kansas City, as you all know, and advanced to the Super Bowl, ended up losing to Sean McVay and the Rams. But uh, I will say this, this hurts me to say it, the best four teams are left standing. Uh, the 49ers and the Eagles and the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Tip of the cap to all four of those teams. They are uh, really good, really well coached. And um, outside of uh, the veteran, Andy Reid, you're talking about some young coaches with a lot of blank and vinegar in them. Uh, Super, super impressive what the Eagles have done, what the Bengals have done, and what the 49ers have done, and what the 49ers did uh, with three different quarterbacks. And to win 12 in a row, holy smokes. Shanahan is operating on another level, and there's absolutely no guarantee uh, little, actually, that they will win it. But to be in the NFC Championship and to go through three quarterbacks, uh, the sum of the parts type deal, uh, wow, wow, wow. And uh, the Cowboys didn't do what they needed to do. Dak didn't do what he needed to do. And uh, frustration again in Cowboy land. And Buffalo Bills, as Blake said before the show. Uh, Josh Allen has been there back-to-back-to-back years, and uh, it hurts. But, you know, there were only so many in the divisional round. Now we're down to the Final Four. We could uh, hope we get some epic games. Um, We had a couple of blowouts over the weekend. I wanted some some closer stuff. But uh, all in all, 
Uh, fun to watch, uh, even though it hurts. I wanted Dak. I don't think they would have gotten past Philadelphia, but I darn sure wanted to see it. And um, Blake, these young coaches, these three young coaches, mixed in with the uh, super-duper veteran of Andy Reid, uh, gives us a lot of storylines going into the weekend in Kansas City and Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, I think the the number one storyline everybody's talking about right now is what's the status of Patrick Mahomes' ankle? Well, that's a good point. I mean, it, if if Patrick Mahomes is less than 100%, you got to feel like the Bengals have a great chance to be back in the Super Bowl next year. And then, I mean, the Eagles have been a juggernaut offensively. They've been really good. San Francisco's defense is obviously the most dominant thing in the league. I mean, they they're yeah. they're incredible, and so we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens. You know, I love both matchups. I think they're both gonna be really good. I think the Mahomes thing is, man, you gotta wonder what he's gonna be like. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Well, it's amazing what they can do this day and age, especially with these professional athletes over six days. But you're right. He was limping around. We've seen this before, by the way, with Mahomes. Well, with just about any quarterback, but but definitely with Mahomes. Uh, Sirianni, Taylor, Shanahan uh, all look like they're 29 and leading their teams to the either NFC or <laughs> AFC championship games yeah somebody said nick sirianni looks like he'd be the guy who ratted out the mobster yeah (laughs) in the movies boy he's got a you know i read up on his deal saturday night i was in startville and i didn't realize that how out of nowhere he really came to to get that job i mean he had some good stuff on his resume but he wasn't necessarily like a clear-cut signal caller and yet the eagles and the lurie family i don't know who did you know somebody in the front office identified him and it it's worked out so yeah uh congratulations again 49ers eagles um and and the Bengals and and the chiefs and then we've got transfer portal mania Ole miss picking up players mississippi state Ole miss picked up a couple of quarterbacks last week msu with uh, mike wright from vanderbilt The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Big Board, coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9, The Zone. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. 
Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. What's on the big board? What's on the big board? Uh, big board this morning brought to you by our friends at Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. MississippiSportsMedicine.com, Fortification in Bellhaven, Lakeland Drive, Flowood. As they just added on to their uh, state-of-the-art surgery center and clinic on Lakeland Drive in Flowood, MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Blake Mania with me, I am your host, Bo Bounds, and I'm broadcasting from Birmingham, Alabama. And I, now I realize I've done over 20 shows from Birmingham, Alabama. How did I forget about SEC Media Days? Weird. I guess because I'm in a hotel room right now, and SEC Media Days, you're out in this big, long, you know, kind of lobby hallway thing. Boy, those were the days. Holy smokes. Um, Big board, Cowboys, Dak did not answer the bell and the call. And the 49ers, oh my gosh, how good are they on defense? And Shanahan, you could tell how conservative he was going to be from the jump, but as soon as Dak threw the first pick and they got a field goal, he (laughs) he even throttled that bad boy down even more. And then after the second pick, you knew they weren't going to take any chances. Uh, Kittle made one of the best catches in the history of the NFL playoffs. Um, Just flat out amazing. And uh, the Cowboys had no answer. Dak or anybody else. When Tony Pollard went down, you know, Blake and I were texting. I was roaming around. I was getting out of the uh, the Birmingham. Um, event that I went to. Thank you to Wild Turkey and Long Branch and all those guys for inviting me to this super cool event yesterday. Um, I even saw the Patron guys. They were there, which was neat. Um, dude from Atlanta and a dude from here that is the reason, what, a couple of the reasons why we have Patron on the show. But uh, as, as, the deal unfolded, Blake and I were talking about, you know, when Tony Pollard went down, it just left CeeDee Lamb. And that's not enough. And Dak wasn't on his game. Detillier had said earlier in the week last week, Dak would have to replicate his, uh, you know, somewhat his game the week before against Tampa Bay when he was perfect. And that's not realistic on the road against San Francisco. So it didn't happen. Uh, it hurts. It stings. He had a hell of a year. Uh, there were several moments during the year where Blake and I were talking. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. And uh, you get to the divisional again, and uh, you don't get there. So it's all about getting to championship weekend, which is this coming weekend, AFC, NFC championship games. And I love the matchups, and I think it's the best four teams. And I think when you look at the coaches, goodness gracious, with Sirianni and, and Shanahan. Uh, Shanahan's probably – I mean, he, he doesn't have the quarterback, but, uh, he, well, people would go with Andy Reid because of longevity. But if you want to go, like, right now how they're operating, 
you know, Shanahan's a freak with the 49ers. Taylor doing an amazing job. Burrow and Chase in the snow at Buffalo. That's heartbreaking for Josh Allen and Buffalo because they got a hell of a team, too. And um, Blake mentioned earlier Mahomes in the ankle. Uh, you know, the way they do this thing and you don't have anything else to do except therapy and as good as PT is today and all the different things that they can do in the ortho range and, and therapy and all this other water, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, they'll have him like 800 feet below ground in some kind of oxygen tank uh, for six hours a day. I wouldn't be surprised by noon on Sunday if he's well into the you know 85 90% range, but you don't ever know with that kind of deal. Um, and then get a shot, tape it up. He may be just fine. So we'll we'll monitor that all week. AJ Brown, his he's in the uh, NFC Championship game. They get to host in Philly. I, I think that's going to be an absolute war. I just don't know if Purdy, if Jalen Hurts and AJ and those guys aren't going to, you know, make mistakes like Dak and the Cowboys did. I don't know if that's enough, Blake. And then the flip side, you got Joe Burrow, who every female who follows football is in love with uh, going against Mahomes and the Chiefs who just basically if they don't make the Super Bowl they live in the AFC Championship game five straight home AFC Championship games for Patrick Mahomes Joe Burrow is the coolest player in the NFL okay it's not even close okay alright he'll be he'll be the face of the NFL the next 10 years how about that you know, they made Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton didn't have the cool factor, but they made Peyton by about 2000, 2001. Um, you know, that whole golly gee shuck stuff. I mean, again, that resonates. And and he was in Indianapolis, another Midwestern city. See, that's in the NFL, it, it doesn't matter what market you're in. It's so big that if they decide you're the guy and you're good, boom. Um, then... You're, you're the dude. And, man, how good is Jamar Chase? Speaking of, I know we're going to do the SEC insider hit coming up next. I know i got to get to this Ra-Ra Thomas stuff. I saw it before the show. It's not good. Um, he got arrested last night in Athens. And felony, too. I, um, how good is Jamar Chase, Blake? Yeah, I mean, he's a freak. He, he is one of the best, if where, not the best, receiver in the league. Where would you rank him? Uh, so Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are probably one and two, and it depends on kind of the style. Jamar is going to be a, a, a little bit better vertical threat. I mean, Jamar, Justin Jefferson's an amazing vertical threat, but Jamar's ability to go up and get the ball is insane. Um, I think either one, I, you know, if you have either one of those guys, you're going to be just okay. You're going to mm-hmm. be fine offensively. Um, I think it's what's crazy to me is how Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase – have basically played football together for now like six years, and they're just going to keep playing. Like if you're the Bengals, <laughs> you, you don't ever let either of those guys no, go. I mean, right. you just keep that together for and, until one of them can't play anymore. That's a good point. How long they've been uh, playing together and, and know each other's tendencies, and and of course have refined their games at the NFL level where you get to practice. You know. 18 hours a day. That That's a good point. All right. So, also, Ra-Ra Thomas, uh, 
former MSU wide receiver, Ra-Ra Thomas, um, arrested. He's been with Georgia for a while, well, for a few weeks now, and was arrested overnight by UGA police on a felony charge of false imprisonment and misdemeanor charge of family violence. First offense, he was booked a couple hours ago in Athens, Georgia. That's, uh, yeah, uh, you just hate to see it. Like the Jarrell Poe news last week, um, former Ole Miss defensive lineman, um, where that trickled up to Madison um, or Ridgeland. That, Madison County, how about that? You don't like to see that, and we'll keep an eye on that. But, man, the guy, no telling, you know, what was going to play out with his career. He was just a just finished his true sophomore year, was going to be a, a true junior, so to speak, for the University of Georgia. Blake Scott, Bo Bounds with you. This is the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save at favorites.com with your Farm Bureau Insurance agent, any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. If you're looking for excellent customer service, Farm Bureau Insurance. Uh, Our Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Want to say good morning. Welcome in to you. I'm broadcasting from beautiful downtown Birmingham. It is a beautiful day. It's 39 degrees. I walked outside earlier on the sidewalk just to kind of get a sense of what was going on. And only had a pullover on. And uh, it was chilly. No doubt about that. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I thought the football was solid, but I wanted some better games. Disappointed with the Cowboys, although they had a hell of a year. And uh, we got four damn good teams this weekend. Back in a second, SEC Insider hit on out of it. Oh, man, transfer portal mania. Good luck keeping up with all this, especially on the Ole Miss side. Um, you know, they're waiting on Tashim Johnson, Sistrunk, uh, Igbenosum, corner. We'll see what happens there. Then they had a ton of players in. They got some commitments. What do they have, 24 that have gone in the portal, 11 have a destination. You know, we'll see how many come back. Lots of Evan Plow there. Uh, out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live for you on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. Uh, we covered the Cowboys and Dak. That was a disappointing um, display, right? Goodness, you got to play better than that. And good year, but you wanted a great year. And the 49ers did what they had to do. And really, you know, mucked it up. Credit to, to Shanahan and D'Amico Ryan and that staff. They're they're freaky. And Kittle made an unbelievable play. Dak with a couple of turnovers. Pollard goes out with a broken fibula, I think Blake told me before the show. And I, that didn't look good. And then they just couldn't manufacture anything 
in the second half when you thought maybe they would. It came down to uh, Dak and CD, and that's just not enough. Uh, Steve Palazzolo told us starting last spring, you know, you got to add to that to the skill position players, right? Like even though the Chiefs lost Tyreek, they added two really, really nice wide receiver pieces. The Eagles added. Um, 49ers are constantly adding. And the, the Dolphins added, and it, they did make the playoffs. So uh, instead, the Cowboys lost Cooper, and he's not an A. I mean, he's not Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, but he's a good player. And and, and C.D.'s not an A, uh, but I think he's a B-plus player. But I do we have to acknowledge the gap, just like for years when we started it, you know, between Jordan and, and some of the other players in the league, and even the last 15 years when we start to kind of carve up quarterbacks, whether it was Peyton Manning's greatness and Brady's greatness and, you know, some of the other guys, now Mahomes, Joe Burrow is, is trending that way. But there's a difference between, you know, Jefferson with the Vikings, Jamar Chase with the Bengals, A.J. Brown and the Eagles, and CeeDee Lamb. Also a difference in, you know, size. Um, I just still think you want a guy with a little more physicality, although C.D. is, is a heck of a player. But whether you're B-plus or A to A-plus, there is a gap in the NFL. And I, I think when you think about the Cowboys, and we've got some Jerry Jones audio that we're about to play. Um, and we all either people love to hate Jerry or love to have a big time with him. You know, we all know that Jerry leveraged everything in, in his world in the eighties to buy the Cowboys. And it was a brilliant, brilliant play. And it's going to pay off for his kids, grandkids, and so on. Great grandkids. And he's now worth billions of dollars and he's, he's made all these great moves. But since Jimmy Johnson left, it's just been no go. And I don't think that Jerry and Stephen Jones ever get up in the morning like John Lynch with the 49ers or like the Eagles front office or the Bengals front office. And what I mean by that is their CEOs and general managers are not the owners of the team. And they don't have, you know, $10 billion, which Jerry's worth way more than that and there's not that sense of urgency and even though jerry hasn't won it since 95 he's still got the you know the rings and and the brass so to speak and all their fancy nfl ownership meetings in palm beach uh and he's still flying on at least as big a jet as as all the other owners are flying in so my point is you know, do you think that they are only – they're not going to lose their jobs. I mean, they, they're not going to fire themselves. So the way that Jerry and Steven's approach is, eh, you know, we're there. We're going to go with our players, that type thing. And But in, in Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Sirianni, and, and then the front office, it with the 49ers, Lynch, Shanahan, they're not the owners worth $10 billion. I don't know if that's ever going to change. I know we keep going back here. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game in 27 years. And there didn't really seem to be a sense of urgency in the offseason to add another key piece um, on the offensive side of the football at the skill position and maybe one more key piece on the defensive side of the football. I will say this. The best four teams are in. 
Your SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Favorites.com for excellent customer service. Go local, go with the home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. I want to say good morning, welcome in. I've got Blake Mania with me. It's a, it's a day that, that I think Blake will will really resonate with Blake that I'm going to get into a little bit later. We talk about Blake's eating habits, or he likes to make fun of my eating habits, <laughs> actually. Um, but it's National Pie Day, and yeah, whenever we go to dinner, Blake has to get dessert. He either gets it there or he takes it home, period, end of discussion. So we'll dive into that a little bit later. But first, uh, the Cowboys were eliminated again. The best four teams are in. Um, 49ers, Eagles in Philly. Congratulations to A.J. Brown and Fletcher Cox and Big Play Slay among others. Lots of SEC flavors, y'all know, in this game. Debo Samuel with the 49ers, among others. Um, and then you know Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, LSU dudes with the Bengals. And you know what's happening with the Chiefs, with uh, Chris Jones and Willie Gay, among others. So, uh, and plenty of other SEC players. So it will be SEC flavor all over your TV Sunday afternoon as you get ready for game day with your good food and your beverage of choice. And I think it's the best four teams left. And tip of the cap to them because this league is so excruciating, just damn difficult to win. And uh, it wasn't quite as good a weekend as I thought as far as close games. But still, it was the NFL with some big moments. That's for dang sure. And Kittle's catch yesterday was, uh, wow, just Incredible. No wonder he's uh, who he is. This is Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, after the disappointing performance last night. Well, I thought uh, this team uh, uh, with uh, 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 Dak at quarterback, uh, I thought we had a chance to uh, uh, get to and compete at the top level in this in this tournament. I really did, and uh, that was our edge here tonight. I thought the quarterback, the experience of the quarterbacks, uh, they might have had a little edge in, in uh, uh, an area there, but still, I thought our quarterbacks were the edge. Well, you should have had, uh, you know, a bigger edge. Um, but also, Jerry May should have considered what he was doing with Amari Cooper in the offseason. If you're going to let him go, you still got to go get a high B player somewhere out on the market. If you remember the South Alabama wide receiver, Blake, that they uh, drafted in the third or fourth yeah. round, or how about, I think he played a half a snap. How about your uh, big free agent wide receiver acquisition in James Washington playing three games and getting cut? He did get cut. Um, you just didn't do enough. At the end of the day, I think it's what Steve Palazzo has told us. It's pretty obvious. There's only... Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes at the top right now. Aaron Rodgers isn't there right now. Uh, Josh Allen's not there right now. Tom Brady's not there right now. Um, Hurts, maybe we'll get to see what he can do over the next two weeks. And next year, he's been there for you know a season so far in the regular season. He's been up at the top. But that's about it. There's, there's those two guys. And then there's a big group of guys who can be anywhere from 3 to 10 on the given week. Dak Prescott can be great at moments. He can't be great every single down, every single play when there's nothing around him. And so Jerry kind of subtly said they may have had an edge in other places. Yeah, Jerry, they had an edge pretty much 
everywhere across the field offensively outside of QB. And so if you have other guys around Dak Prescott, maybe you have a better play, you know, throughout the game. But you know, Dak played badly. It is what it is. You gotta you gotta get over this year and move on to the next one. Yeah. Move on to the next one. That's tough to do too. In the uh in the NFL. How about the Eagles? I would have lost that bet. I took the points, Blake. And we, we were fooled. We were fooled by how bad the Vikings were all that's year. That's true. That they made the Giants look good, and in reality, the Giants weren't good. And the Eagles are the class of the NFC outside of San Francisco. I think. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. wait to. I mean, look, that's the number one defense in the league in San Francisco versus the number one, number two offense in the league in Philadelphia. I, I can't wait. And then anytime Joe Burrow takes the field, it's must-see TV at this point. I mean, the kid is literally magic, and he's electric. He's everything the NFL needed. He's a good-looking guy with charisma and with swag and cockiness, and he backs it up on the field every time he walks out there. You are right, and he's got a little bit of Tom Brady in him in that uh, he was basically told he wasn't good enough. And he took that, and he channeled it, and he went to LSU, and it still wasn't easy that first year. And then the magic started to happen. He developed, grew up, the Joe Brady, Joe Burrow deal, and then boom. What a, what a nice landing spot uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and they were in the Super Bowl last year. They've already done this. They've already gone to Kansas City and won. And they're not going to be intimidated to – to go to Kansas City this weekend and and win. And as Blake mentioned earlier in the big board, we'll see what happens with Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Uh, I mentioned the Ra-Ra Thomas arrest last night. That's not good. He got arrested in Athens, Georgia, and it's a felony. Um, so his deal may be over. We'll just see how that goes. Um, you would have thought he had a hell of a career in front of him. You hope somehow, some way, this is, you know, a mistake of some sort, but uh, that doesn't look good for Ra Ra Thomas, who was arrested about 4 a.m. earlier this morning in Athens, Georgia. He was, you know, officially a Georgia Bulldog, and uh, it came down to Georgia and Ole Miss. Eh, I think Auburn was there a little bit, but uh, he chose the Georgia Bulldogs, and now he's in some serious, serious trouble. Uh, also, Mississippi State picked up, so we talked about. Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard, and we did hits with Mike Dettelier and Tom Luganville on uh, Walker Howard last week. And you can find that on our podcast, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Um, over the weekend, Mississippi State brought in Mike Wright from Vanderbilt. And so they got their transfer to buffer between Will Rogers and Chris Parson. Good move. Nice pickup for Zach Arnett. Um, he played well at times at Bandy. He didn't have anything around him. Uh, I did watch some of that Kentucky game. They went back-to-back wins over Kentucky and Florida during the year, and he made some good plays. Now, he's a six foot four, 215-pound guy who's got some mobility, so he's totally different from Will which, uh, stylistically, which I think is good. I do think Kevin Barbet will create some packages with him, um, and you will see him play 
at times even when, like, things are going well. So we'll see if what Barbet wants to do. You've got a, a proven three-year starter with Will Rogers who's, who's had some really good moments. Um, I think people expected Will to take a little bit bigger step last year, but um, may have regressed a little bit. Maybe that's a challenge now. I think it's good for Will to have a guy, even though Will's a thousand times better throwing the ball than Mike Wright. I think it's good to have somebody who's played SEC football behind you to to maybe push you a little bit. So Mike Wright, Vanderbilt player, now Mississippi State transfer. Blake gets his transfer. And, and again, coming out of the gate before, you know, some things went the wrong way for Wright, and then he eventually got the starting job back. He was playing really well. And then he didn't play for a while, and then he comes back, and they beat Kentucky and won at Florida. Uh, those are two teams that are obviously much better than Vanderbilt. Is is Not only is Vanderbilt the worst team in the SEC, but it's by, you know, several hundred miles as far as recruiting. They're the worst recruiter by a long shot. And you get your – so I want your thoughts. I think it's a good pickup. You know, solid, even better than solid. I think it's a good pickup. The guy's got skills. He's athletic. And you want Barbe to refine his throwing. But he can run it and make some things happen. So your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Mike Wright to, uh, to Mississippi State. Still going to be a crazy quarterback room in Oxford. Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard. Uh, I cannot wait. This is going to be get your popcorn, get there early, get on the first row, and see what happens here. All three talented. Now, look, the the odds are in Dart and Sanders' favor because they played so much. Spencer Sanders played for four years at Oklahoma State. Dart played a nice chunk of time at Southern Cal. And then he knocked out 13 games under his belt at Ole Miss. That's a lot of PT. I still think it's going to be Jackson Dart, but we'll see. At least you know you got Walker Howard for 2024. Um, you know, I guess, if he's willing to wait again. And we asked David Johnson about Spencer Sanders. And from David, he said, if things don't work out in the spring, maybe Sanders can move again. And there was talk that with Auburn, he couldn't get in their graduate program. That was a head scratcher. But, you know, I'm not a college advisor. And all that, you know, curriculum nonsense and what transfers and what doesn't is a bunch of hocus post focus you know nonsense and now that i have a college student i see you know that whole racket so um and that's just to keep i mean they run the numbers it's to, on average to keep kids in a half a semester to a year longer and and get more tuition money but who knows i can't really do too much of a deep dive into that Ole miss is heavy 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 you know that in the portal um we'll see what happens with uh igbenosum Johnson, Sistrunk, among many others. And, I mean, they're wheeling and dealing out there. Is, it, is this the way to build a roster? We're going to see. I can't wait.
Uh, how many will they bring back that are like their guys in the portal? And then how many more will they add? You know, they added the Georgia Tech guy, the North Texas guy. But unless you have a lot of time, um, this is like a 1,500-piece jigsaw puzzle in Oxford. I mean, state's active. You know, some other teams are active in the in the portal. Ole Miss is all in. And, and it is, again, it's a fascinating experience that Lane is committed to. He's got people in-house that that's all they do. And we're going to see if this bad boy works or not. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Y'all want me to talk basketball? Probably not. We're going to have a new coach in Oxford. Um, Kermit Davis Jr. just didn't work out for whatever reason. Uh, they're still playing hard. I watched a chunk of that game on Saturday. Uh, close game for a while. They've got athletes. They're, they should be better. You, you can't be that in year five. Uh, Arkansas, but, you know, at Arkansas, they beat them. And, and this isn't going to work out. So Keith Carter and his team will be able to go out. And just like Mississippi State did last year, I mean, they made a hell of a hire in Chris Jans. You got SEC money. You got beautiful new facilities in both Oxford and Starkville. You have all this cool stuff to sell. And as coaches will tell you, they want to play – I'm sorry, they want to coach. Ben Hallen was the first one to drop this eight years ago or whenever. You want to go somewhere, if you can – that has a big football program because there's just that that driving force with recruiting and and um, the money that the SEC and the Big Ten have and so on is such an advantage this day and age. So uh, you'll be able to offer $3 million at least, go out and get a basketball coach. Um, and I know most of you turned your attention to Lamonis and Bianco. One more – give me one more minute here. Mississippi State hosted – Florida, same song, you know, different verse. Couldn't put the ball in the basket. As I was watching that game, I was sitting there thinking, you know, I was texting with a couple of people, and they were like, must win. Must win for, for Mississippi State. And as I was watching that game, I thought, okay, maybe these two teams are, are really, really close. Uh, as far as, you know, skill set, talent. Uh, they were not. Uh, Florida actually has basketball players, skilled basketball players. They may not be great. Uh, Mississippi State has athletes. Um, And I don't know what's happened with DJ Jeffries and Tolu Smith, but they've both regressed on the offensive end. I don't know if it's just something that's just... (sighs) Over the last eight weeks, it's just built and built and built and just frustration. Or, or lack of confidence. If we all, I think we all played the sport, or most of us at some point. Man, if you lose confidence on the offensive end, curtains. If you don't believe the ball is going to go in the basket at all, it's not going to. Because we've watched all the great players. And what did Ziegler do again with Tennessee over the weekend? <laughs> he got hot, and he was shooting from beyond the parking lot for Tennessee. And once you get hot and once you feel it and once you have that confidence factor, and he's got it, and he picked it up the other night, Tuesday night, I was there in Starville. And that kid can – he can shoot. He can handle it. 
He can find his shot. And he's what you want in the college game. It doesn't matter if he's 5'9 or not. He's quick as a hiccup and can get his shot off. And Barnes, again, has another really good team. Also, Cal and the Cats got another big win. You just can't count, count them out when they got all that four- and five-star talent, just like in football, when you think a team's trending the wrong way and talent can overcome and, and stop the, the bleeding, so to speak. Cal and the Cats beat A&M, undefeated A&M at home. So they're back on a roll, and, man, does Cal have some, some players. Uh, will he suffocate his offensive talent? I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens down the stretch. All right, so, Blake, do you think I covered – yeah, I you kind of I thought you were going to go too heavy negative after the Dallas game yesterday and then talking basketball with State and Ole Miss, but you veered out of that, you got a little positive, so I was I was proud of you for that. Okay. Um there's a lot in this transfer portal, you know. I've I've been trying to like you said it takes I feel like a a really high degree in mathematics or something to follow this transfer portal. You know, you need to be a physicist or something. But right now it's it's pretty crazy. Ole Miss, 24 out, only 11 have spots, though, assigned to them, 13 in. How many of those can Ole Miss get back? We've already seen State get back Xavion Thomas and Tulu Griffin. Those were huge retentions for Mississippi State. If Ole Miss can bring some of these defensive players back out of the portal who right. don't have don't have homes yet, all of a sudden what looks like maybe a bad situation can turn into a, a pretty good one for Lane Kiffin. Yeah. It's going to need to now that you're getting paid $9 million a year. And it went on a four-game losing streak in Oxford. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home. Favorites.com. That's F-A-V-E. Favorites.com if you want excellent customer service. Uh, we'll have Robbie Falk on, Hale State Insider, 247 Sports at 830. 